welcome to Heart of the Home. I'm Claire Cameron. Overwhelmed mums and women sick of just getting through your days. Join me for adventures in decluttering, organising and simplifying our lives with a little woo and a lot of love. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to another episode of From the Heart of the Home. I am your host, Claire Cameron, and today I am talking about my... I always say this, I hate the word journey, but I need to find a better word for it. Journey with from having severe acne as a teenager to having pretty nice skin now. So I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. Seems to be my thing. Anyway... Um, in one of the Facebook groups I'm in, last night this lady posted, so it's a mother, and I'm just going to read exactly what she said. Hit me with your acne remedies to help a teenage girl. I've tried lots of different things, including proactive, doctors, tea tree oil, antibiotics, and I don't really know where to turn now. Nothing has worked. Now, firstly, my heart just went back to when I was a teenage girl suffering from this, and my heart... I've been there, exactly there, and I just felt for the poor girl, and I felt for the mother having to watch her poor daughter go through this. But what really got me going was the comments. So as of now, so what, I don't know, not even 24 hours later, there were 345 comments. I'm going to say 99% of them were along the lines of this. So these are some of the suggestions. Roaccutane, Cetaphil lotion, wash with soap, wash with hot water, then cold water, use tea tree oil, see a dermatologist, go on the pill, bicarb soda, Mary Kay products, take it to a beautician. Now these are all suggestions that are coming from people with love. They just want to help and they truly believe that that is how she can help her skin. What really, really got me was that not one person, until I commented, so there were a couple of comments afterwards, but as I said, I would not be exaggerating if I said 1%, said find out why she's suffering from acne. Because bad skin is not the problem. Bad skin is a symptom of something else that's going on, which in a teenage girl highly likely that it's hormonal. Now, as I said, I suffered from severe acne when I was younger and we tried everything. Back then, so this was nearly 20 years ago, there was not a lot of information around about what was called, what caused bad skin. We just thought that it was a bad skin thing. It was a thing that happened to teenagers. And my poor mum tried everything. She, Mum and dad must have spent an absolute fortune on things for me. We tried going to a beautician. I used to go to a beautician regularly and have facials. And I had expensive beauty products. I had expensive treatments done. I saw a dermatologist. I went on antibiotics. I eventually convinced mum, much to her disagreement because she'd heard terrible stories which are true, about Roaccutane. I ended up on Roaccutane, which is a really, really harsh medication. 
which I do not recommend. And then to go on Rakutane, you cannot get pregnant because it is it causes birth defects. That is actually something that, that the creator of the drug says. So that kind of is your first hint. Something causes birth defects, probably not something you should be taking. But to go on that, so you have to also go on the pill. That's one of the things that the doctor insists on. And then after that, I use Proactive, which is a really harsh facial cleansing regime. So I did all of these things and my skin did clear up. But you know why it cleared up? Because I'm going to say, okay, so the Roaccutane does clear your skin. I'm not sure on the chemical actual makeup of it. Very harsh. But I'm going to hazard a guess that the pill was really the thing that was helping my skin. I'm doing inverted commas. Helping my skin because it was masking any hormonal imbalances that I had. It was not curing them. The pill is not a cure. Contrary to what so many people say, the pill is not a cure. It masks symptoms. Just like Panadol is not a cure for a headache, it just masks the symptoms. It does not make you better. It just masks the symptoms. That's the story with the pill. And it wasn't until 10 years later when we wanted to have a baby, when I was married, when I wanted to get off the pill, that I discovered, hello, stop taking the pill. Hello, terrible skin. Only now it was even worse. Now I had back knee. Yep. Back knee. I was mortified that I was 20, how old was I? 27. And I had, I was getting skin like a teenager again. It was horrific. It was on my chest. It was on my back. I was absolutely mortified. And we were having trouble falling pregnant. It was not helping. The acne was not helping. I was just not in a good place. And it wasn't until I was lying on the beach. One, so this would have been probably six months into it. And a friend of mine who was, studying to be a doctor at the time said maybe have polycystic ovaries now when she said that I was devastated because I'd only heard bad things about polycystic ovaries I didn't really know anything about it but as soon as I got home from holidays I went to the doctor and I got tested and I can still see I can see myself if I close my eyes I can see myself sitting in the chair I can see the doctor sitting in her chair and I can see her face when she told me it looks like you have polycystic ovaries. I was absolutely devastated. I went home. I had to walk. I'd walk to the doctor because it was at the end of our street. I had to walk home holding it together. And as soon as I walked in the door, I just burst into tears. And I was miserable for days. Because it felt like it was a... Almost a death sentence on my dreams of having a baby. Because I'd heard that it's really hard to get pregnant. Polycystic ovaries. So she referred us on to a fertility expert. And in the meantime, I did what I do best and turned to Dr. Google. And I started with natural remedies, polycystic ovaries. You know what I found? Not a lot. I found three main things. One was acupuncture. There was quite a bit of 
it wasn't even research it was more anecdotal evidence so it's people posting on their blogs that they'd had success with acupuncture for polycystic ovaries the other was avoiding estrogen so anything that mimics estrogen such as soy plastics um, certain food additives and preservatives avoiding all of those things and the last thing was reducing stress so that's the three big things that I found in my research and again this was not there was not a lot of information out there and as you know Google is there is a lot of information about everything but polycystic ovaries alternative treatments or remedies or natural solutions there was basically nothing I found one ebook that I bought and the rest was a couple of blog posts of people and they were seen as quite um, alternate and this was only five years ago so we went we had to wait for the fertility specialist appointment as you do and I remember it was Valentine's Day so this was probably a month after I got my diagnosis Valentine's Day very romantic and the doctor so he looked at the results so yes yes looks like you've got polycystic ovaries because no specialist has to confirm it and then we were talking about what what the treat what his course of treatment would be and he said well look you don't really fit the stereotypic stereotypical polycystic ovaries you're not overweight I was a healthy weight um you you know what that was pretty much all he said you you're a healthy weight so the first treatment medically with polycystic ovaries is usually putting people on a I'm not going to get the terms right it's it's a diabetic medication it's not um, to them anyway it's to help you lose weight metformin metformin help you lose weight and balance your blood sugars because that is something that contributes to polycystic ovaries so out of balance blood sugars all of that was fine for me I had my blood sugars tested and that was fine so he said that the only other thing medically or the next step medically was a drug called Clomid which stimulates ovulation so it tricks your body into releasing an egg it's not a natural cycle it just tricks your body into producing an egg and I said to him I don't really want to take medication is there an option I've read I told him I've read that acupuncture has had some success and his response was now I have nothing against this doctor he was brilliant and he had my best interest in at heart but he is only taught a certain way because that is the medical system and he said to me the chances of you falling pregnant without taking medication are very 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 slim he said maybe give acupuncture a go the chances are very 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 slim but you know what I heard there's a chance and I had it set in my mind that I was going to give this a chance I was going to try on my own now of course I had my my husband I had my husband's blessing but he also was not hesitant um, not cautious I can't think of the word anyway he was willing to give my method a go so what I did was went back I firstly I made an appointment with an acupuncturist who also happened to be just up the road from me which was fantastic so she was an acupuncturist and Chinese 
herbalists who on her website she claimed that she had a 90% success rate for helping patients fall pregnant within three months. 90% for things like polycystic ovaries. I'm not sure if you treated endometriosis, but all hormonal imbalances where medically people have been told that they couldn't fall pregnant without medication. Her success rate was 90% in three months. Amazing. So firstly, I started with the, I did the, the three things that I read about. I got rid of plastics. I got rid of artificial preservatives and food. And the other thing was low fat. Low fat is the enemy of good health. We have been taught to fear fat, but fat is actually so good for us and so important for our hormones to function properly. We need fat. So get rid of the low fat crap. We need good quality, full fat, organic butter, good quality, full fat, organic milks. If you are, if you have dairy, um, meat with fat on it, again, good quality meat. So that is a big thing about getting rid of the meat that is not good quality. Get rid of the meat that has artificial hormones in it. Cause what do you think those hormones are doing to our hormones? Confusing the hell out of them. So with my food, I got rid of anything that contains soy because soy acts as east our body our bodies can interpret soy as estrogen which is not good when you have a hormonal imbalance like polycystic ovaries got rid of that got rid of things in plastic so no more plastic water bottles no more microwaving plastic that was a big thing i switched my meat to organic or at the very least hormone and antibiotic free because hormones and antibiotics in meat do not do your body any good. Now, this is not just for people with hormone imbalances. This is for everybody. I switched to full fat and I introduced a lot more variety of whole foods in my diet and reducing sugar. That's the food side. Then got rid of all the other chemicals in our house. So all of these chemicals in our cleaning products, in our facial products, the things that we put on our skin, even things like sanitary products contain hormone altering chemicals. This is actually a fact. The information is out there now. If you do some research, you can find so much information on all the chemicals that are doing us harm. Anyway, I'll fast forward to the, I'll tell you what I do these days a bit later, but for then it was switching to natural alternatives. Even just cleaning with white vinegar, getting rid of all your cleaning products and switching them to white vinegar, that will make a world of difference. That was, that was washing detergent, all these things. Then I saw the acupuncturist. Before her, I had had two periods in nine months. Two weeks after I saw her for my first treatment, I got a period. A month later, another one. A month later, another one. Then I was pregnant. Within three months, three cycles, I was pregnant. And it was incredible. And I went on 
to have a healthy baby. And after that, 11 months later, found myself pregnant again. No medication, no help. So the other thing that I did, as I mentioned, the third thing in my research was stress. So I did everything I could to reduce my stress. And yoga was a big part of that for me at that time. Yoga and meditation. Um, I didn't really know that I was doing meditation, but I used to lie on the floor every day after lunch. So I was working for myself at that time, so I was at home. Lie on the floor every day for 15 minutes after lunch, and I listened to um, this music recording. So it wasn't a guided medication. It was medication. It wasn't a guided meditation. It was just like relaxing music, really. And I think I was picturing growing a baby and I don't know where I'd even found this. It must have been in my crazy Googling. Um, but really visualizing what I wanted. And that, that, that really is the moral of the story is I made all of these changes and I got to the root cause. Now, fast forward to now, I have pretty good skin. I still have the odd breakout um, leading up to my period. I'm still working on that. But I have pretty regular cycles. No, I do have regular cycles now. Um, and my skin is good. I have pretty decent energy. And I attribute it all to all of these changes. I feel like the main thing is breaking it all down. If we get right back to basics, if we eat real food, if we don't use chemicals in our houses, we don't trust all that crap that they sell us at the supermarket. Oh my God, I could go on a rant about this. All the crap that we use in, and it's not our fault. It's not your fault if you are using cleaning products that are doing you harm because they sell them to us. So you would assume that they're safe, right? Not the case. You need to do your research on these things. So these days I use, I make my own cleaning products. I use essential oils. I use doTERRA essential oils, which if you are interested in finding out more about them, or you'd like some samples, or you'd like to chat to me about them, please get in touch. So I use those essential oils to make my own cleaning products. I use soap berries in my washing machine. You can have a look on the blog. I'll put it in the show notes if you want to find out more about those. So they're all natural berries that I use in my washing machine to clean my, clean my clothes. I use an all-natural dishwashing detergent in the dishwasher. I use essential oils for headaches, for aches and pains, for colds, for... Um, coughs and sniffles and even flu, stomach ache. We rarely use conventional medication in our house now. I make my own skincare with essential oils, literally. Now I, again, I'm not some person who's sitting at home doing this all day every day because I don't have time for that. It literally takes me two seconds to make up my face stuff. So I've got a face oil that I wash my face with a face oil that I use as a moisturizer. Um, but again, it can be as simple as using coconut oil. Rub it on your face, wipe it off with a, with a damp, why was that word hard to find? A damp cloth, a damp warm cloth, 
That is how easy it can be to wash your face. You do not need all of this stuff that the advertising, the marketing tells you that you need. Because at the end of the day, you've got to remember that they are trying to make money. They are businesses trying to make money. That's why they're promoted so heavily. Anyway, that's a whole other story for another day. Um, what else is there? Skincare, body care, um, cleaning. So those are really the big things. There is a natural solution for everything and it doesn't have to be difficult. I feel like for me, essential oils were the missing piece in my puzzle because they've made it so easy that I can have this one collection of, of, of oils and they can do so many different things. Rather than before, it took me years to do the research, <clears throat> excuse me, to find the, find the products that I could get easily, that were affordable, that actually worked, that didn't have all the chemicals and things in them. And I had to know which chemical to look out for to avoid. Um, took a lot of research. But now, to make up a face oil with a little bit of apricot kernel oil and some lavender and frankincense and a tiny bit of tea tree to help with the odd breakout, that's all there is in it. I don't have to worry about the ingredients because I know that's all there is in it. No hormone disruptors, nothing that's doing me damage. That's all there is. And then the other thing is food. So in our house, we eat a pretty whole food diet, which doesn't mean fancy. It doesn't mean superfoods and expensive. It just means food as close to its natural in as close to its natural form as possible, so unprocessed. So flour, we use spelt flour, wholemeal flour. For sugar, we use rapidura sugar, which is unprocessed. Rice, we go with brown rice. Lots of fruit and vegetables, lots of organic meat. And we do it simply. Now, if you want tips on how to make organic meat or organic fruit and vegetable and all of those things more affordable, Check out the blog. I've got so many tips on there because it doesn't have to be expensive. These things, once you start with it and you start, you get used to it, it doesn't have to be expensive. It's actually a lot less expensive. Now that I have my essential oils, I'm not spending money on all those cleaning products and things. I can make up a bottle of all-purpose spray and it costs me like a dollar. All natural, all-purpose spray that will kill the germs. Essential oils have been proven to be as effective at killing germs as antiseptic. Antiseptic. Is it antiseptic? Man, my words are off today. You know, like a Dettol sort of thing. Maybe I can't use the word Dettol. Is that defamatory? Anyway, pretend I didn't say that. I'm not going to bother deleting it. Um, yes, that is my point. So I'm going to go right back to the basics of this. Please, 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 if you or one of your children or somebody you know is suffering from something like acne, please find out what the cause is. I'm also going to recommend a really good book called Woman Code, which explains exactly what happens in our cycle and what all the little things that are triggering setting us off balance. So the chemicals, the, the things that we're not doing um, in our day-to-day -day lives or, or honoring our cycle and 
each no it it is a cycle there are times when we have more energy there are times when we have less energy there are times we should rest times we should um you know go for it thing different things we should be giving our body in terms of fuel um food at different times so the book is called woman code uh, i believe the author is elisa viti but again i'll link to it in the show notes it really is a must read for every woman um but please get to the source and treat the source because that is how you're going to find the change all of these things that you put on your face one a lot of them are doing more damage because they have the chemicals in them those chemicals are getting into your bloodstream wreaking havoc on your endocrine system or your hormones and two they're not going to work if you don't treat the cause I'm going to leave it at that. Now, the other thing is when I, so after I had polycystic ovaries and I fell pregnant, I wrote an ebook called PCOS to Pregnant Naturally. Now, I never actually finished this ebook, but I'm going to put it together. I'm just going to end it wherever it is. I haven't looked at it in about a year and I'm going to make it available. So if you would like a copy of that, I'm not going to charge for it. I just want the information out there. So um, I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, if you would like a copy of that. If you've got any questions about anything on here, um, please just shoot me an email or message me on Facebook or Instagram. Instagram is probably the best one. Um, if you want some samples of essential oils or you want to try some or get a bit more information about them, please just ask. I really just want this information to be out there because I just want to help people through this I wish that this information was around when I was a 17 year old girl suffering from acne because it could have spared me so much so much but you know what I had to go through the lesson I wouldn't change it because I needed to learn all of that and it's it's changed my life but if I could do that for somebody else at 17 uh, that would just make me so happy (laughs) and if I could do it for somebody else at 33 that would make me so happy as well so please spread the word and just start questioning things. That's the thing. If I hadn't questioned it, if I'd just taken the doctor's word as gospel, which we do, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. We have been trained to do that, that doctors know best. Now, doctors do know best. I have nothing against doctors. One of my best friends in the whole world is a doctor. But at the same time, doctors know what they're taught doesn't mean that that's the only option please take responsibility for your own health don't just take other people's word for it even mine do your own research and find what works for you thanks for listening to from the heart of the home if you are a mum who is sick of the overwhelm and ready to ditch it then i would love to have you in the from the heart of the home free facebook group To join, go to clairekcreations.com forward slash Facebook group. And I look forward to seeing you there. And if you enjoy this podcast, then I would love for you to share it with your mum friends. See you next time.